What's going on, family? It's your man, GB. And yeah, we've got a brand new edition of The Faction. And I told you guys I had a surprise for you this week. And the surprise is that the band is back together. I know you've been hearing me do hot takes. and You've been seeing some, you know, hot takes and, and all that jazz. But we are here together because it's WrestleMania week. So for those who are new to what we do and you've not had the history to see my brothers with me, let's uh, introduce my brothers for you guys who will be uh, obviously doing what they do oh so well, adding a, a bit of earth, wind, and fire, the spice of life. Uh, first of all, we've got from San Antonio, Texas, uh, a WCW <laughs> aficionado, an NWA aficionado, a lover of the territories and all things collective. He is Courtney Beard. Salute, my people. We are all the way up, and you know what it is. It's another day with your boys on the faction. Ladies and gentlemen, the boys are back. Uh, we're back, and in the immortal words of Eric Bischoff, better than ever. And I love it. Better than ever. Of course. And representing Memphis, formerly of San Antonio, he is the WWE aficionado of this particular crew, and he's a lover of all things, all nations. He is Brandon Clack. I, I am technically the WWF aficionado. Fair um, this new product is not becoming of the roots that I was plucked up out of. So I don't really know what's going on now, but I am here to remind everyone there is no other era but the Attitude Era. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah, well, it didn't take long for WWF to stand for We Will Fail. So they're not around anymore like WCW. So let's keep it moving. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, of course, you guys know me. I'm going to kind of handle all of the stuff in between, you know, the other organizations. Obviously, I'm paying attention to WWE, uh, AEW, NWA, all this stuff. So with that said, the reason we're together or back together, at least for right now, is it is WrestleMania week. And there is a ton that is going on this week for WrestleMania week, perhaps more activity than we've seen in every, any other WrestleMania week. It certainly feels like a lot coming off the heels of the pandemic. So I actually want to start with an interesting point, and that is this. One of the casualties, dare I say, or significant moments of WrestleMania week is the finale of the Wednesday Night War. This week is the final time AEW and NXT are going to head going head-to-head, head, rather, because NXT, of course, is moving to Tuesday nights, beginning the Tuesday following WrestleMania. Guys, my question to you to start this conversation is, who do you think won the Wednesday Night War? <laughs> Courtney? I mean, do you dare ask? It is the spawn and the seed of WCW. It is the lineage of one Ted Turner. It is Atlanta has come back to life better known as Jacksonville, Florida. It is the grandson of a plumber. It is one Cody Rhodes and all of his friends, as Jimmy Cornette calls them. AEW has kicked NXT's butt, and it shouldn't have been that way. But it is that way. You want to know why? Because when Vincent Kennedy McMahon no longer cares about wrestling, once he's sold out to the Peacock, then we knew at that moment that he was no longer invested in professional wrestling. So AEW has won. Shout out Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Interesting perspective there. Clack, who do you think won the Wednesday night war? Uh, I think they're all losers. Um, honestly, uh, I think the product on both sides of the coin is so diminished. Um, you can take a poll through the casual individual on the street. They have no clue what a, what a Kenny Omega is. They have no clue what a Cody is. They don't know what in the world an Oscar is. You know, none of these things ring a bell. I think right now they're just buying time uh, to say that wrestling is still going. They're all losers. Um, and this is why I live in the euphoria of wrestling past. Oh, Clack has been Clack has been eating from the tree of Jim Cornette, clearly. Clearly. You can see that. He and Jimmy Cornette are close cousins. <laughs> it's all over him. Um, you know, I, I think differently. Uh, I think in terms of wins and losses here, I think many people expected NXT to walk away as the winners based on the ratings. Um, one thing that the Monday Night War taught us that the Wednesday Night War also proved is that competition is good. Let's face it, AEW and NXT have really been the two brands that have been making the most noise right now in the world of pro wrestling. It certainly hasn't been Raw. It certainly hasn't been SmackDown. NXT has been very consistent with what they've done. Part of me wonders if, on one hand, they actually made this move prematurely. Because let's remember, it was 83 whole weeks that WCW beat the WWE. It takes time for a uh, tide and a large ship to turn. Uh, and in this particular case, what was different about Raw versus WCW or Raw versus Nitro versus AEW versus NXT, I think the big difference was you were introducing a brand new product to people uh, on both AEW and NXT. NXT was only on the WWE Network, so only the diehards were watching. Um, and so to try to get this new diet of AEW or NXT to a casual fan, I honestly don't think that either product was fit for the casual fan. I think they're both products for the diehard wrestling consumer who's not interested in the entertainment that comes our way from Raw and SmackDown. So in terms of losers, I don't know if we can say that there's a loser because I think the wrestling fan won and now USA as a network is going to win because they got better ratings for NXT on Tuesdays than they did on Wednesdays anyway. I think more people are going to see the NXT product now. More people will watch the AEW product now. Our, our loyalties aren't divided as they were on Wednesdays. And then I'll just say this. I don't think that society and the environment today is what it is that would be conducive to a head-to-head -head wrestling war. And it's not why you think, Brandon Clack. Did you just catch he just conceded to my overarching argument? I didn't. That the culture today has no taste no. for a, a scent of a star. There are no stars. Oh. The only stars that they get is if they're chicken noodle stars with wrestling figures as noodles. <laughs> so, Clack is going to make me do this. Courtney, do you want to say something before I do this? Because I feel like I'm going to have to do it. No, no, I, I feel like Clack is kind of in, uh, is, is, is in a little bit of Paul Mooney today. That, that, that's a little bit. There are no stars. People need to get it together. There are no stars today. Michigan man has killed wrestling. Wrestling is dead. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of Paul Mooney. Uh, here's the thing. I watch the product because I, it still feeds the little Courtney inside of me. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and truth be told, I, I, and I sat clacked down in Memphis last week and made him watch, the, is it the pinnacle? Yes. Their, little, their, their, their backstage brawl against. Uh, uh, Wasn't that uh, great, though? Uh, against uh, the. What was Jericho's guys? The inner circle. Yeah, yeah, but he took a phone call. He took a phone call and went in the garage. And oh. he didn't even, then I had to come back and show it to him afterwards. But, but I think that the world right now, we thirst for attitude error. We did get shout uh, the local San Antonio favorite. Uh, uh, what was her uh, Rose? Not Stella Rose. That's a wine. What's her name Not, again? Uh, GB. Oh, Thunder Rosa. Uh, uh, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Cause Stella yes. Rosa is a, is a wine. Yes, it and is. Hampton, <laughs> Thunder Rosa. Uh, Th- Thunder Rosa. She did bleed a few weeks ago. Her but and Britt I just Baker. think it's Great different match. now. Mm-hmm. I think the expectations of wrestling now has to be like watching Coming to America too. You have to change your expectations. I don't like it because Coming to America too could have been better. Don't get me started. Oh Lord. Well, let me let me start by saying this. I think we have to acknowledge that society is different. It's not just wrestling. Society is different. And let me explain. 1996 to 2000, the real advent of the internet right? The internet is just showing up. Wrestling is only available primarily in two places, on USA and TNT, right? ECW is still very hard to find, and there aren't a a bunch of other organizations, okay? So the only, and there's very little in the way of DVR. You can still record things on your VHS in 96, 97. So if you're going to watch Raw and you're trying to watch Nitro, you have to tape one and watch the other. There really isn't much in the way of on demand at this particular point in time. Fast forward to, to, go ahead. In 2021, could Big Boss Man interrupt Big Show's mama's funeral? Absolutely not. In in 2021, and drag her from the cemetery. And in 2021, you can't, uh, was it Al Snow? No, no, it was the big boss man who did something with uh, Al Snow's dog. Remember, he like crushed his dog or something. And then they ended up having, oh, you forgot about the Hell in a Cell match. That was the worst Hell in a Cell match ever. It was the dog kennel match where you had the Hell in a Cell uh, on the outside, an actual cage on the inside, and these dogs who were running around. They're real dogs? Real dogs. And the problem Clint, was- you remember that? <laughs> Clack remembers he doesn't want to say anything. That's why he's laughing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember that. And these real dogs didn't do what they were supposed to do. The dogs were supposed to bite anybody who went out of the ring and said they just peed. Like, it just, it was, it was They should have got some hood dogs. I know some oh. dogs downtown San Antonio right now that would have gave them what they want. Yeah, the concept was. So what I'm saying is the environment that we're in is completely different. Wrestling was not as accessible then as it is now. Meaning this, I don't look, the three of us don't sit down and feel the urge to have to watch Raw uh, live because number one, the content, we don't, we still don't feel like I'm going to miss that thing, but bigger than that, we feel like because I'm not going to miss that thing and I have the option to watch it later, I will watch it later. So that's what we do. I, I watch Raw, and Clack, I love to hear your response to this. I watch Raw on Monday nights at 10.30. I put it on, and I'm done with the show by 10.35. I'm at the end. I look for the intro. I go I fast forward, and I get to the outro. Wow. And, and, and I think that if that's the state that we're in, 
we got now. I now AEW. I do give that about thirty minutes. I, I've I fast forward well, to that in and, about thirty minutes. And the Dynamite shows have really been good. They've been really, really good. There's been compel- what's the smirk you have, Clack? Well, he doesn't watch AEW. I, I hate to break it to you all. Oh Lord, here we go. But Vince shot wrestling. The culture killed it. The climate forced his hand. And it was not sustainable because of the audience, the sensitivity, the do's and don'ts. It's the culture that killed wrestling, guys. Y'all are mad at Vince. Well, he was just no, wait, wait, wait. No, no, I'm going to call you on the carpet, sir. It was just a few weeks ago that you admitted that Vince killed it. And then, and then you finally looked at Peacock Network like, oh, my God, it's better. It was before I considered. It was before I considered what forced his money hand. forced his hand. A new sensitive body. Money forced oh, his hand. Know, this, this, this match right Vince. here. We'll never get this again. That's not true. It is GB. That, that's not. That's not true. You'll, Here's, you'll never have the amount of eyes that were. I could just post this, and more people would know who these two are than whoever's headlining WrestleMania. But but Mac but let's say this though. I, I, I will say this. I think there, we, we cannot deny the other forces that are at work here that have less to do with wrestling. Those other forces also being... Sensitive audience. No, 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 no. Not just a sensitive audience, but you have bigger than that. You have an audience who now feels like there's more of a demand to know what happens behind the scenes. When we watched wrestling in the 80s and in the 90s, we weren't that interested in behind the scenes. We didn't even think about behind the scenes. Well, the we th- didn't know there was a behind the scenes until Vince exposed the business. We, well, yeah, there, well, wait, wait, wait. Vince we want first, star power. Here's the deal. Vince first, Vince first exposed the business in the early 80s with that ABC 2020 situation. The problem, though, was we still weren't that interested in the behind the scenes until Vince McMahon brought us the Montreal Screwjob. And that's when the Internet first started jumping on things going, hey, that wasn't supposed to happen. And now we have a whole new culture that's being built where fans want to know what's happening behind the scenes. And so now think about it. When people talk about wrestling now, they talk more about things like who got the push and who did Vince allow to go up and this versus actual athletic contests versus feeling like, wow, these two are competing with each other and they have something special. So all of that, I think, contributes to the new expectations that pro wrestling fans have now. Wrestling fans, they say they want to be surprised, but they don't want to be surprised because they want to read the dirt sheets and find out what's going to happen first before it actually happens. But, but, but I do agree that wrestling is in a deep rehab. I look at our, our beloved Suplex City. It is the shell of what it used to be. Mm-hmm. It is 11 people active when there are hundred remember it was it was so crazy years ago that they would actually purge people can you imagine that <laughs> they, they would actually pur- we're going to say hey we're going to purge your group of all the people who aren't active and then no one wanted to be purged somebody would, would hit a like or no don't purge me mm-hmm. now they could purge us and we wouldn't even recognize we've been purged gb the truth is that wrestling is at a real rehab place and i gotta agree with the mouth of memphis and say we need more bona fide stars. We can't. We can't get them because the culture doesn't want stars. 
the culture wants what makes them feel accepted and on equal playing field. The, the difference between a star and an up and coming wrestler is that the playing field is different. Of course, the star is going to have different perks and pushes. You want to know why Shane's coming back? He's the only star. Do you believe oh, that no. Cena is the last major star? No, I don't believe that. He's gone. I, I don't believe he's the last. Well, see, we. A, I don't believe he's the last major star. I believe right now Roman Reigns has that. Um, Roman Reigns, with particularly this heel turn that he's made, the and if you notice, he's being a lot more deliberate about the way he does things. You can't help but to love what he's doing right now. Uh, I don't know if he's a household name, though. Oh, well, let me tell you. Well, we have to redefine even how one becomes a household name now, right? Like, think about this. The Rock and John Cena are considered household names more so now than ever because of their Hollywood connections, as is Dave Batista. The question is, does there have to be Dave a Batista's Hollywood? a nobody. Hardly a nobody. Hardly a nobody. Seen, I've not seen one movie with Dave Batista in it. Oh, not watch wait, one. Do you go to the movies? You haven't watched I go to the movies. No, no, no. He, no, you don't watch movies. Tell the yeah. truth. He doesn't watch I don't watch movies. If Jesus comes back today. Are you going to heaven? For that line? Yes. No, <laughs> oh, man, I am going to heaven, and I do watch movies. I've never seen a movie with Dave, but tell me one. Tell me one. Uh, I'm almost Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm embarrassed. What's that? What's Guardians of the Galaxy? Are you saying, oh, wow. Courtney, that's not a good what look. What is it? This Courtney, is why I was trying not that's to. That's not a good look. By saying the movie. No, I'm serious. What is that? I really don't care about him. Is that like a comic movie? It was one of the biggest movies of the last couple of years, dude. Oh, okay. like, it's, it's literally. I don't. I don't watch Marvel or DC. Somebody who well, they, I, I don't watch. I, I don't I watch do Marvel. I've seen it. Black Panther, and I think I saw a movie called Civil War, but that's wow. all I've ever seen. Wow. This okay. Is this, this is this why is, wrestling's in the condition that it's. In. <laughs> why? Because the wrestling. I'm just saying, John Cena is the last superstar. I, nah, I, I will definitely not say that. Here's, here's the other problem, though. And they messed up because Becky could have been huge. Well, they didn't mess up. Becky got pregnant. And why? Why? Why was she going to be huge? Oh, I? That guy right there. Well, let, let's just say Are you this. kidding? I would I think, care if she's not an Austin remake. Well, who look, cares? Ke Kevin it. Owens has gotten Austin Stunner, but that doesn't make him Steve Austin. Right? Like, we're not... Right, but he's, that's why we care about him. Because we miss Stone Cold. So oh when we God. see the stunner, we, it reminds yeah. us, man... I'm actually going to disagree with Clack on that. Becky found a moment in time and she capitalized, and capitalized it when they bloodied her nose. Yes. It wasn't her moment. It was her moment. She, that was actually she wasn't, her moment. She, 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 was, she wasn't moment. yelling, uh, I'm the man yet. Right. Yes, she was. She was already. I'm, I'm well, looking at it. Well, what? she was. Yes, she she was. was. She she became talking about being the man after she turned on Charlotte at that SummerSlam match. And that's when everybody yes. went like, holy cow, we like this. We love this. And we got last chance of a star. No, 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 no. Here's this is the other problem. The other problem is wrestling fans and people in general aren't patient enough 
for a star. A star has to be born and developed. We watched the formative years of The Rock. We watched the formative years of Austin. We watched the formative years, quite frankly, of Hogan and of Nash and of Hall. You know, so we got, we're not patient enough these days. We think one promo is going to make you a star or one match is going to make you a star. It's not. It's the overall. It it does. No, no, no. 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 They put that mic in front of Austin's bloodied lip. And when that man said, you thumbed your Bible, you got your John 316. What? I didn't know him until that promo. He was still still stunning. He was still stunning Steve Austin to me until that day. One promo. And I said, this man going to hell, hell. But But with that said, that doesn't happen if Austin doesn't get fired from WCW and starts making waves then as part of the Hollywood Blondes. It doesn't happen if he doesn't make his way to ECW and actually work on his promo skill. So again, we got to watch a star being born, particularly if you were watching through all of those spaces where he was in WCW, ECW, and WWE. And that took a process of years. Look at The Rock. The Rock came in, quite frankly, with as big of a lead-in as you can get. And yet it wasn't until he had a couple of years in and finally said, okay, let me find who I am. And that's when we started going, oh, now we want to pay attention. So it takes some time. But, GB, you have to admit that there is a crowd. In today's 2021, we're watching people on their social media go viral, become popular, gain fans overnight from one soundbite. You mean to tell me that we can't get that same one soundbite in wrestling? It is very true. Austin sent us to the moon with that one. And that that, that is the DNA of how people are becoming famous now. But here's the thing, though. I think we watched it. We watched it with your wife. Your wife became viral off of one soundbite. But let me say this, though. But A, she had to follow that up with stuff that people really enjoyed. And she went viral, that's all I'm saying. But but the other piece of it is just that those things take time. Like she's getting clients now from a slew of videos, not just one. But it's because she went viral until TikTok screwed her out of her people. (laughs) Never forgive you, TikTok. Let me let me say TikTok, whatever it's called. I do think it's important that we create space for stars to be created and I don't know that we're doing that because and let me just say this I think it's unfair to make a comparison that you measure stars by Austin and Rock and I'm going to tell you why that's unfair Austin and Rock are anomalies. You're not going to get another T.D. Jakes. You're not going to get another Billy Graham. They are their own people. You're not going to get another Michael Jackson or another Prince or another Tina Turner. They are anomalies. All I'm looking for is Bruno Mars. I don't need Michael. I just want Bruno Mars. But here's the thing. A Bruno Mars has to be developed. Do you know how many albums Bruno had before we all said, okay, he's a star? He had the pop albums, but it really wasn't until the 24 Karat album that we went, Okay, Bruno's that guy. I don't need Michael okay. Jordan. Just give me Kobe. Then I don't need Kobe. Give but me LeBron. Give me Dame Dash. Jordan, uh, uh, d- you're, you're asking get, for Michael Jordan. Dame Lillard, rather. Let, let me just say this. My concern, GB, is you're saying that we aren't creating space for stars. But I don't know if a vegetarian creates space for meat. You want to know why? Because they don't like that anymore. And the culture 
cannot create this kind of space for these stars again because it's a different climate. It'll get you canceled. So wow. maybe there is a star back there. His hands are tied. You want to know why? Because it's soft out here. Well, with that said. But there's uh, not a star back there, by the way. With, with that said, it is WrestleMania week. So I do want us to get into a couple of WrestleMania-related things, which I think this all connects itself. Ooh, that um, back there. Let's, let's start with this. What are your feelings? We've talked on this show before about the potential of a two-night WrestleMania. We got it last year because of the pandemic, and there were only, you know, there were no fans. So that was a completely different kind of WrestleMania. This year, we have WrestleMania in front of fans as a two-night event. Wrestle Kingdom did it in New Japan for the last two years. Now WrestleMania is doing it with fans. What are your thoughts on a two-night WrestleMania? And we'll start with Clack. I think it's um, what's necessary. The attention span is much shorter. Um, it's not necessarily my cup of tea. Uh, I was never bothered by the four and five hour. This is, this is four hours. I didn't move an inch. I don't move an inch, uh, but for today's watered down version, yeah, I, yeah, we couldn't do four hours of um, Viking Raiders. <laughs> what are we gonna do with Clack, folks? Oh God, Cor Courtney, as he muted his, as he as muted he, his, yeah, his, he muted himself. Yeah. <laughs> No, we want to hear this laugh. Unmute that. Because this thing is a blessing. The Saints. I'll tell you, this thing took me out. Four hours of Viking Raiders. You mean tell me. Four hours of what them uh them big guys, the APA wannabes, a, a, apocalypse, apocalypse tag team. They're not even around anymore. What are you talking about? Four hours of Gosh. what's the baby's name with the mask on? He was he was on AEW. I can't even think of his name. This is four hours of nobodies. Of course you better do two-day event. Are you kidding me? You better cut it down. Nobody's going to sit there and watch a watered-down version. Who wants to watch Oscar for four hours? What? As the culture got more sensitive, she lost her grit. The culture robbed Shinsuke. We I felt that chat. thing. I felt that he thing right there. He can't be nobody in the chin. He can't I do felt it. that. Is that the culture or is that concussion. Raw or SmackDown? Because that was happening a lot on NXT. NXT hasn't changed I, their I style. Know. NXT is still, you know, pedal to the metal. Like they're very much crushing it right now. Yeah, yeah but 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 GB, I'm still reminded because you're the one who sold clacking on Shinsuke. I'm still reminded that when you sold me on Shinsuke and I went to YouTube and watched him in New Japan, I said, I understand strong style. Mm -hmm. And he got to NXT and it was wrong style. No, 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 they no. They wasn't no, letting no, no. him be himself. He was strong style on NXT. He was not strong style on SmackDown. We have to make the but he wasn't. But he wasn't the same strong style as New Japan. Well, so he was, he was strong style in New Japan Wrong style in NXT and no style on SmackDown and Raw because he wasn't the same. They're about to take me out of here. Four hours of Apollo Crews. Four hours of Sami Zayn. Four, four hours of Matt Riddle. Four. This is 
guys are terrible. Y'all trying to tie me up to a slow death. <laughs> Let me, I, I, so, so of the street profits. What is a street profit? That's like a, a walking taco. So, Courtney, your thought on a two-day WrestleMania? There's a restaurant in uh, I, I, I better not say the city. Oh, there's a restaurant that I, I really loved and I frequented often. Uh, and I remember the day when they opened another location. And at the moment they opened the next location, I felt like the quality in both suffered. And I feel like everybody ain't supposed to open a second campus. And that's what's happening with WrestleMania. They have started a night number two, and they couldn't even get night number one right in this new climate. No, and, and let me, I was the one who said, bring us night number two. And then I saw night number two, and I said, this ain't what we want right here. And I only said that because there was so much going on. Listen, Vince needs to take this WrestleMania down to two hours and give us the best that he has for two hours and make it the granddaddy of them all. GB, listen, if they want the casual fan, they're not watching two nights. Now, here's a question. Do we want an audience of, uh, uh, of raging 10,000 wrestling fans? Or do we want the casual fan with the person who doesn't watch often, they still watch WrestleMania? They are not coming for two nights. I'm not watching two nights. Here comes the pain. They're not watching at all. They're out. There's oh, no boy. stars. I watched my wife walk out on. I watched my wife the other day, and I may get emotional about this. Because <laughs> you watched your wife. I was I watching. It. I get it. You I was watch. watching. I was watching wrestling, and she came out the bathroom, and she looked at the TV. She laughed and walked out. She said, <laughs> she ain't never done that before. That's so disrespectful. She supposed to be in the spirit, and she walked out <laughs> laughing. And I said to myself, we didn't gave up the ghost. It is finished. Lord, I All I know is, is that Bobby Roode would have wished Noah a happy birthday. Nobody would have cared. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is terrible. Because the hitman says no, happy this birthday is... and the Saints go up. Lord. No, this is body rude. They'll tell you that they missed the attitude error. I ain't gonna lie to you. I went up in the spirit when I saw Brett the Hitman Hart. It was, I mean, it was great to see Bret Hart. Like, I, I think that was. Now, a, it was long-winded, like, which showed his age. It was long-winded. <laughs> man of God had more to add to it. But just but to, he'll to never know that it. Bret no, the Hitman Hart, he'll never forget it. He's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Whatever Noah grows up to be will not be because Clack raised him. It'll be because Bret, Bret Hart spoke over him. But but why are we missing the key here? The key here is it took. 20 plus years for people to appreciate Bret Hart. The Bret Hart that you loved in no. the attitude. Yes. I loved Bret him then. I hated Sean. I hated Sean back in the day. I loved Bret in the early 90s. Yes. Okay. Bret so, was a star. You, 
in you the early loved, 90s. You loved Brett in the early 90s, but it took the 70s and the 80s to get him to the early 90s. And this is the stuff that I'm talking about. I think it's just unfair that most people aren't willing to sit through people's formative years to allow them to hit star quality. You just don't come in the ring and become a star. It doesn't happen that way. And you need Well, GB, how long, how many two-night WrestleManias am I supposed to sit through? Oh then y'all need to bust it down from two. Uh, what, what the song you haven't even bust sat it down, bust it down to one. I mean, and I won't be sitting for the two. It hasn't even happened yet. It hasn't <laughs> happened, and you're like, I'm already, I it. it's terrible. I'm so bored, I'm on Monday. <laughs> Here's the sad part, though. The, the other part that I think you're forgetting is this, and you two should know this better than anybody else. The idea of doing virtual WrestleMania versus WrestleMania in front of live, breathing fans is going to change everything, meaning this. They're going to actually get a chance to get responses from people, not pre-recorded, piped-in responses. They're going to get the opportunity to be able to determine, is what I'm doing bad or good? Vince won't be the one that has to tell them. They can find out immediately from the fans in the arena. That's going to up their game. You know, as preachers, as performers, you know, it's one thing to just talk in front of a camera. It's another thing when there are people who are responding to you. It ups your game, no matter how well you prepared. And I think that's the piece of this that we're all forgetting. It is the intangible that's going to make what, a re what WrestleMania might look like on paper as kind of uh, mediocre. It's going to make it great because you've not had the people responding in a live format. WWE can't And just like preachers who've been online and doing their content in 30 minutes and open the doors and now they want to do their content in three hours, that's what WWE is doing. Oh. You've been doing this in two hours, and now you want to do it over two days? Oh. Get out of my face. I'm not, I'm not cooking fried chicken wings. And that's, a, that's another thing. My menu for WrestleMania used to be lit. You know what I'm going to have this? You know what I'm going to have? Do, 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 do you know what I'm going to have on my menu for this WrestleMania? I'm probably going to order a pizza. Oh my I'm, I'm going to let somebody else cook it. I've always cooked for WrestleMania. But this year, GB, wrestling is in rehab. Now, Mike Tyson's going to be on AEW tonight. I want to watch that because I want to see Mike Tyson. But I'm telling you now, two days, they need to bust it down to two hours. Wrestling First is not all, in rehab. It's in regret. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. My land. I don't know what we're going to do with you two. Okay. So let's just – this is slander stuff that's happening here. All right. So now then, uh, let's get to your top three WrestleMania matches first. Your top three WrestleMania matches, and then we'll get to our top three WrestleMania moments. <laughs> see Stone Cold back there cussing and bleeding. See, cussing and bleeding. I see. So, your top three WrestleMania matches, Courtney. Oh, man, you should let Clack go first. He's the aficionado. Okay. That's right, because you only know Starkey. That's right. Clack. That's it. Harley Race Ric Flair. Three, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Uh, that's a bar standard. Uh, then I'm going to go to GB. Correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say WrestleMania 6, Hogan and Warrior. That's correct. And then obviously 17, the first Austin and Rock. That, that thing was cooking. Well, it's technically, cooking. That's, the, that's the second Austin. This is the Rock second one? At a Mania. The first one was the year before. Well, actually, the first one was okay. 15. First one was 15. So they went Look 15, 17, 19. So this, this turn... 
That turn was crazy. That turn was crazy. Wow. But you but you like that it's, match more than at that. that same mania. We can't keep that anymore. The, the same mania there was the TLC match. That was a like good this match. over the TLC match yeah, where they almost that died was a through good all the tables. God, that was. A I good mean, match. that TLC match was epic. I mean, when Edge spears uh, Jeff Hardy uh, from the ladder off the off the uh, holding the, the the title, and he knocks himself out. And okay, Courtney, your top three great. WrestleMania These were the three matches that I think had the most impact on the wrestling world. Uh, for for so so for me. I'll never forget being at a, being uh, a kid at Miss Gertie's house watching with uh, Jake, her grandson, watching Hogan and Warrior. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember being so torn because I couldn't remember a moment where two baby faces had to fight for, uh, for, for supremacy. And I remember Warrior winning and just thinking, what does this mean for Hulk Hogan? The second one that I'll actually go to is Hulk Hogan and The Rock. I've never seen anything. That crowd. That crowd was I, special. It, is there a better crowd moment? Is there a better? The crowd was. That. Daniel Bryan. Oh, my God. I was in the crowd. I know. That's so. More, you think the, it was more of a pop than when Hogan slammed Andre? Absolutely. Or, or rocking Hulk Hogan? I'm telling you, it was, it was monumental. And my third one, and you guys probably knew I was on land here, Sean and Rick. Mm, That's funny. I, 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 okay. I love that match. Okay. I love the story. I love the lead in. It is, it, it is, we got to kill old Yeller. Sounder has to die. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and uh, when Sean looked at that man and said, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Not sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, kick, and, and kicked him says, into I'm sorry, a, a retirement. I love you. And then kicked him, yeah. I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah. Is the cross all over again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. He hung his head and died. That's more of a WrestleMania moment. I can't believe that's one of your top matches. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm learning a lot about you guys. So I'm going to tell you my top matches. Uh, it would be WrestleMania 3, Macho Man, and Ricky Steamboat. Just Ooh, that classic. was a good. One. I mean, it was literally that was good always. One. That's just good textbook wrestling ones. there. It really was. My second one will be. Uh, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25. That first one was just, it was so crazy that nobody could really follow that match. It was nuts. Uh, my third one will be the Hell in a Cell, WrestleMania 28, uh, Triple H, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels as the guest referee, end of an era. What a match. <laughs> What a story. <laughs> Just nuts. Absolutely. One of the best parts of that was Sean being the ref. Yeah. That, I mean, that I mean, is... he, he was selling as a ref. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> it was really wonderful. So, uh, hey, man, for me, honorable mention, honorable mention is the night that Eddie won and he, he who shall remain nameless mm -hmm. won as well. That, that was the, we, that we was can't the... say his name in the culture. But that was the moment that, of course, uh, they, they went home on the WrestleMania <laughs> with them hugging in the ring with both yeah, titles. And the, it, 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 and it was Eddie and, and uh, he who shall remain. It, do, is he in the same category as seems like I'm ready, nameless? 
Um, as hogtied nameless? Well, I don't know. I mean, like, it could. I, don't, I think on the show, you don't let us say, look, Clack has left the. Yeah, no, Clack I think has, he had to go. I think he had. To, I forgot. We were. That's we're right. Out of his time. That, so that, I that's, just, that, that's just time. Yeah, he had to disappear. So, oh. I'm no, sorry. it's not. It's just that the, the whole culture. I just, I can't. Well, so, so first of all, I find this interesting as all this talk of culture that both of you, for two of your top three matches, mentioned a certain someone who really should remain nameless, who happens to be hosting one of the two, one, the, the two night WrestleMania this year, Hulk Hogan. So all this I wish, talk about I wish the fourth member you to be forgiven, or is he I, just banished to hell? I, I wish the fourth member was up here so we could do deliverance on him. <laughs> <laughs> on John over Hulk Hogan? No, we would be split. We, you, you said it's, we'd be split. It'd be two and two. Is there anything I, Hulk Hogan can do to make John forgive us? Well, let me guess. I so, think so it's so a stay the night die. at Faircon's house. Die. I think it's a stay stay the night at Faircon's house. Stay up watching Roots all night. <laughs> and, night with uh, and, 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 and vow to always choose sweet potato pie over pumpkin pie. <laughs> Well, see, y'all might take my card because I'm going to choose pumpkin pie every time. But That's that a northern thing. It, it, it could be. It could be. So let's get to these top three yeah, WrestleMania we, moments before we get out of here. Uh, Clack, I'll get to start with you. Your top three WrestleMania moments. Uh, Ali walking down the aisle for, I believe it's Piper and Mr. T. Oh, yeah, the first WrestleMania. WrestleMania one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was a crazy moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I saw Aretha Franklin uh, singing at WrestleMania, that was huge. I it was, was massive. Docked. Massive. Couldn't believe that. Yeah. Uh, um, what's my third one? Yeah, I may only have two. Moment-wise, that I can think of off the top of my head. Wow. I'm not. I'm trying to separate matches from moments. Sure, sure. I have an honorable mention for the match that I forgot too, and that would be. And okay. some of you guys are probably going to crucify me for this, but I don't care. That would be the Firefly Funhouse match last year. That match was so out of the box and was so crazy that I just was like, "This is brilliant! It's absolutely brilliant!" So now then, back to moments. Yes, dude, give me, give me the uh, Undertaker AJ movie match as a moment that was okay okay that's fair that's fair that's fair courtney your top three wrestlemania moments well I've, for me if we're going to straight up moments it is the fact that mr t actually showed up to wrestle like to me that was crazy as a kid i loved the a-team mm. okay. and mr t the dude from the rocky movie actually showed up and he was ready to pity the fool. And then later discovering all that they had to do to make sure that he showed up. Mm. Uh, that was crazy for me. Uh, for, for me as a WCW guy, it was very emotional watching Eddie and Benoit. Mm. Hugging at the end. It was the guys that were too small in Atlanta getting their shot uh, with, with, with them. And then if I had to think of a third one, I mean, I'm still going back to I'm sorry, I love you. That I'll wow. never forget. I'm sorry. I love you. That was a great moment. That was a great moment. Uh, in terms of moan and clack, all of all of your little head tossing the words of Ric Flair, you shut up, fat boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, okay, so moments for me, uh, and 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 this is a moment just because of its significance, and it's probably the only time I'll mention this, but. The embrace between Hogan and Warrior at the end of WrestleMania 6, 
it really seemed like it was going to be the beginning of a new era for WWE. Uh, it didn't last nearly as long as perhaps it should have. But that I thought was a, a powerful moment because it was a real appearing to have a changing of the guard in WWE growing up with, with Hogan being the kingpin basically throughout all of uh, the eighties and early nineties. So that's one moment. Um, I'm surprised you didn't mention this moment, Courtney, but I'm going to mention it. And that is the debut of sting at WrestleMania. Uh, the reason why that's one of the most significant moments to me is it's a moment we never thought we'd see. We never thought we'd see Sting uh, in a WWE ring, let alone at a WrestleMania. And watching how mesmerized he was that th at this entrance that he had, uh, I thought that was a, a major monumental moment. Um, uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention is Triple H standing in the ring after that match, and he couldn't move because he tore his quads. Oh, <laughs> he was so high. And, he was, he's just standing there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a third moment for me, I think uh, there's lots to choose from. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think this is a very important moment. Kofi Kingston winning the WWE Championship uh, at WrestleMania was the only time that I can recall crying uh, with real tears at a match the emotion connected to it, the significance of it uh, really impacted me in a very big way. And I just could not believe that I was in tears watching this, understanding what it meant. So I think those three moments are uh, of great significance um, for me. Okay, so with that said, uh, is there anything else you guys would like to touch on before we get out of here on this special WrestleMania edition of The Faction? No, just basically uh, happy to be back with you guys. This has been great. Uh, we have all quarantined. We all have kind of upgraded. None of us are in locations that look familiar to what we used to do. Yeah. Uh, two days of WrestleMania, I'm still on the fence. I will be having uh, Marco's Pizza delivered to the house and not actually cooking, so we'll see how it goes. What we need to do is do another WrestleMania together because that, admittedly, that whole weekend was nuts and it was so much fun. I just watched that video. We all were thin and uh, very much not understanding of camera angles. Wait, what do you mean were? <laughs> I weigh the exact same amount. No, you, no, you, you, you had that young thin face back then. <laughs> I'm telling you, I weigh the exact same amount. For real? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you had that young thin face. That's funny. What I had was less facial hair. Ah, that is what he had. So let it be written. So let it be done. Facts, facts. Pounds on me. I work hard to keep that off. <laughs> no, I get it. Look, I get it. Totally, totally. Clack. Uh, any final parting words? Long live Attitude Era, Golden Era, um, when wrestling meant something and the fans could not direct. Uh, the building of a star. Uh, I, I said the Pew is coaching the pulpit. <laughs> I, I, I just want to ask one quick question before we go that is probably very fair to ask you guys considering your buy-in and connection to this. Your thoughts now that we've had a couple of weeks with this about the WWE Network's move to Peacock. Clack, it's I'm going to say It's ah. not as bad as I thought. Okay. Um, okay. There's more content than what they advertise, which is great. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 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 not as bad. The, mm-hmm. the the core of what I needed is there. It's there. okay, okay, okay. Courtney, what about you? Your thoughts on the uh, WWE Network uh, to Peacock? They're not doing bad. It's doing okay, and it's more HD than I actually thought it would be. It's like they they've they've amped up the HDness of these okay. videos. The quality is crazy. Okay, okay, cool. Well, definitely. Uh, you know, Peacock, I'm still getting used to it, admittedly. Uh, the tough part for me is when I watch live yeah. events and seeing the feed just go off after that. I'm used to it. That's rolling. so weird. It's super weird. It's weird. It's super it's weird. weird. So, you know me, I am usually a big proponent of these types of changes. I love progression. I love moving forward. But uh, I do feel like there was something special about the WWE Network having its own standalone app. Now, for those of you watching us outside of the United States, nothing's changed for you. You still have the WWE Network. But for those of us in the States, uh, it is now a part of the Peacock Network, part of the larger NBC umbrella. And uh, it's just taking some getting used to, I must admit. It is taking some getting used to. All right. Major facts. Major facts. Well, that's our cue. We're going to get out of here. I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, our little surprise here. The band back together, which is always exciting. And we're going to do it again. Oh, yeah, we're doing it again. Don't think this is the end. Oh, no. We've got more that we're going to be doing. I'm excited about what's coming. And for those who are new to the faction, who didn't know these amazing guys, like, hello, now you know. Now you got to go back in the archives and check out some real crazy moments uh, on our show. So, Courtney, tell them how they can reach out to you by way of social media. Hey, hit me up on Instagram at at I am Courtney Beard and on Facebook at Courtney Beard. I would I want to hear from you. Awesome sauce. Of course, you guys know how to reach me at Bonner5. Of course, you can reach Clack at Brandon J. Clack. And you can reach the faction as a whole at the faction show. We've got all kinds of super cool content coming your way. So stay tuned for that. Until next time, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. I'm GB, and we are the faction.